Palimpsest. Noun. Something reused or altered, but still bearing traces of its original form. One billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Hello, and welcome to Palimpsest, our Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'm your GM. We have had such a warm and welcoming response to the content we're making here, and I'm so happy that you all like what we're doing. You're seriously the best listeners. And on that note, I'd like to quickly thank some of the patrons of Ghostlight Media, the podcast network that allowed us to get our start here. So thank you so much to Carlin, Atan, and Everett for your support. In this episode, the newcomers make their way into the broad, grassy fields of the plains of Kutaru and try to find Avalon and the group of bounty hunters they have been charged with stopping. They make good use of their abilities and even learn a few things about each other along the way. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallrin, and Jory uncover the palimpsest that is the Ninth World. You guys travel for about an hour in the vague direction that Fahura told you the tree was, kind of in the north-westerly direction. That hour is kind of awkward. You guys have only just met, and you're kind of trying to ask questions to each other, but also kind of trying to respect that, like, you only kind of know each other. Mm-hmm. So as you are walking along, getting far enough distance out that you feel comfortable trying to find them using small rins brief but useful ability nehemiah you are walking along and small rin is not talking a whole lot mm-hmm. she is for the most part listening and nodding or chuckling to herself but generally is pretty stoic might be the wrong word just kind of taking everything in in a very calm and understanding way and you're just becoming very curious about her and you think that you you have a way with words you can you can talk to people you can get information out of people just by having a nice conversation with them people seem to trust you even if they shouldn't but for some reason you have a feeling that this wouldn't work on small rent you would like to get to know her better but you're gonna try and do so directly without trying to use any while behind your words. I've met a lot of people in in my line of work and in my life, and I know that there are some people that wiles just wouldn't work on anyways. And so as we're walking and Jory is off, like, accidentally scouting <laughs> ahead, but we're going to let him do that, I just sidle up to small Ren. He's like, so... So what, if I can be blunt, and occasionally I can be, what is your deal? Your, how should I put this? You, you're some kind of a, you use something extra, right? I'm a student on some level. 
I'm not sure what to do these days. I I began studying under Nano when I was young. I don't quite have the knack, but I learned mm-hmm. things from them, and I carry their notes with me. And I know mm-hmm. a great deal about esoteries. But okay. I've... What's an esoteric? So basically, esoteries are the way that nanos are able to tap into the power of Numenera and make them do as they wish in somewhat limited, specific ways. So often that's channeled through a specific small Numenera or cipher, and it's also something to do with a link to the data sphere. As I said, I don't actually have the same skills my teacher did. I just have a general knowledge that I'm continuing to add to, and I keep my eyes open. All right. Huh. And you? I just kind of do as I need to do. Um... I worked for a caravan for a little while, doing some some acrobatics work, little crowd work, this, that, and the other, and uh, a very long and uh, winding and uh, a very long and winding story with plenty of digressions. Short that here I am, away from that life and uh, doing what I can to survive. So you just stumbled upon the settlement. I had heard rumors, you know, I, I I knew there was something out here, uh, some kind of a safe haven or a camp of bandits that would, you know, tear me limb from limb, but not without me putting up a good fight first. And I figured I'd, uh, I'd roll the dice, see what was out this way. And if there was nothing, I'd move on. I'd be fine. I can hunt. So you out here uh, studying that uh, big ol' egg? That's part of what drew me here. It is mm. odd. And yeah, that's a word for it. If I can give them more information about it, maybe that's another reason for me to stay. I certainly couldn't agree more. I mean, they've been out here for, what, five years, and they're still trying to crack it out? And I know that they must have real nanos on it, but... My master mm-hmm. was very good at what she did, and her notes are thorough. Maybe mm. I can help somehow. Oh, probably. Almost certainly, I'd think. Should we be letting Jory get that far ahead? I- they're- she's fine. Probably. Smallrin, you go- you realize that Jory's actually gotten pretty- pretty far ahead you pick up your pace to try and catch up with her and you go to kind of like put your hand on her shoulder and it catches her by surprise you have no idea the reason to it your hand passes right through her whoa what what are you trying to touch me what happened i was just going to say you're getting awfully far ahead Oh. Are you all right? Uh, I'm fine. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were both right behind me was telling you a whole bunch of stuff about myself. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the 
Oh my god. Uh, Jory, the, you were, again, you were not expecting a hand no. on your shoulder. You are on edge enough that on defense, you immediately went out of phase. Sorry. Um, you scared me. Even being someone who doesn't spook easily, I think I can safely say I've never done that when I was scared. Yeah. Um, it's sort of just this thing I do. I, I don't really know how to explain it. Actually, it was one of the few things I didn't talk about in my story about myself that you didn't hear. <laughs> it's normally very personal, but... Um, Interesting. I, I'm, uh... I'm I'm sorry. Don't don't be afraid. It's fine. I just can't. Like I said, I don't spook easily. Right. Right. Okay. And she's she's just kind of looking you with like not really any very neutral expression on her face. Oddly enough, this interests both you and Nehemiah. Smaller in particular, if you had the ability to not be corporeal for a moment. <laughs> Oh, wow, would that be useful? That would be frequently useful. And for different reasons, Nehemiah, you think the same thing. And you are both kind of immediately drawn to this ability and are both very intently wondering if this is a skill that can be learned. How? 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 Yes, that's what I want to start with. How? That's, um... Any, any more to that sentence or is it just the one word? No, just how, like at least seven more times. I think the continuation would be, how did you learn to do that? How did I learn to do that? I... Uh, well, yes, I, I, I thought that was implied, of course. Yes, how did you learn to do that? I, I didn't, really. Um, I, I've sort of been able to do it since I was very young. Smallrin whips out a very small notepad from you're not sure where and starts taking notes. <laughs> right out of hammer space oh god okay cool as this happens you guys you both Smallrin and Nehemiah you realize that it hadn't really registered to you previously but she's almost kind of always got this strange ghostly glow to her you know I thought I always thought it was a new Monera or some kind of cipher or like you're riding your limit like I tend to do, but what? Why are you always shimmery? Little bit there, friend. I'm actually dead. I'm a ghost. Ooh. What? I'm kidding. Oh, God. So I'm lying. Oh. I'm lying to you. I'm sorry. Oh. It's kind of rude. Oh, don't do that. Uh, oh, I got really scared for a I'm second not a ghost. there. What? <laughs> Apparently, I'm very afraid of ghosts. This is... I'm learning new things about you all. This is great. Look, I'm learning about me right now. I don't have a notebook, though, like um, small rin, so sorry. I'm pretty sure you could just remember that I'm afraid of ghosts, because that's a very reasonable fear to have. I'm okay. Small Ren whips out another small notebook. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Thank okay. you. I will take... I'm writing that in my inventory. <laughs> just one second. Inventory, here we go. Small notebook. It comes of studying with a nano. The scholar always has paper on them. And she actually looks vaguely ashamed. <laughs> like a little sheepish. Huh. <laughs> well, um, I'm a slow learner, but maybe that will help. <laughs> so, 
yeah no I could always sort of do it ever since I was really young I don't remember ever not being able to so um yeah it, it really happens mostly when I'm scared or frightened or sometimes when I concentrate really hard so I'm not sure I could tell you how to unless you just try to concentrate <laughs> on becoming you know incorporeal <laughs> so <laughs> you give it a try I'm sure it would look funny if nothing else you just go somewhere or you just go like all all, all fady like do you know what it feels like when you eat something cold really fast and your head hurts yeah it's like the opposite of that <laughs> well done in good description we can end the podcast right here. yes <laughs> yep i have so many questions for you but maybe this isn't the time or place yeah, that's true. We're probably getting kind of close. Has anybody seen anything? You guys, you've been traveling for about 45 minutes at this point. You're just, like I said, just chatting each other up. Now that we haven't seen much, even heading in this direction, maybe it's time I try to find them. It's a good idea. How do you do that? Can you teach me how to do that? I feel like I'm usually good with like directions and stuff, but um, I can't like see somebody's brain location in the world well according to fahura this is not permanent but it did come as a result of the uh, drink she gave me as did these and she kind of lifts up her elbow and pulls her sleeve back so you can see the bony protrusions okay mm. well i must have missed that when we were in the uh, first tree I'm going to say that those are handy because elbowy does not sound nearly as good. If I thought I was going to have them longer, I might sharpen them. But as it is, they'll work well for clubbing, should the mm. need arise. Yeah. Clubbing. Oh, okay. I don't know how many people you're going to pick up with that, but good on you. <laughs> Bridget thinks that's hilarious. Small Ren just kind of gives you a weird look. Small Ren, as Jory is like, kind of like giving these little quips and, and side things. You can pick up without a shadow of a doubt. This is totally a defense mechanism. You know, there's definitely stuff she doesn't want to talk about and clearly things that she is deflecting on and just kind of trying to make herself seem bubbly as a way to maybe cover something up. You're not sure what it is, but you are compelled to try and figure out what that is. You want to get her to trust you for whatever reason you want to know what her secrets are spoiler i really am a ghost <laughs> no, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding dang it cat you're ruining my plot she's been dead for 10 years <laughs> he's been dead for a billion years <laughs> it's actually me in the future okay sorry <laughs> yeah um thanks for the notebook you're welcome do you have anything to write with <laughs> There's a uh, there's a little pencil in the top. Oh, neat. Okay, it's like one thing. I like it. That's cool. It's very smart. Thank you. After about an hour, you feel safe to use your ability. So putting a finger to your temple, you say the name Avalon. And you actually get two different images in your mind. Clearly, there is two people with that name in this area. There is one that is a 
middle-aged looking individual with long hair and seems to be about a day's travel directly north from where you are. And there is another individual, shorter and broader, who is to the west. Hmm. Too bad we didn't actually ask what Avalon looked like. We did. Broad-shouldered? I remember that being mentioned, maybe. Broad-shouldered woman. Did she say woman? That's what I have written down. So I hope so. All I remember is broad-shouldered. Large, broad-shouldered person. Okay. So, one of these people is tall, and one of them is broad but short. But one of them is closer than the other, so it might be in our interest to go to the one that's more of a threat. Okay. Do they both seem to be... I mean, can you see what they're doing? Like, how does that work? Can you see them at all? You cannot see what they're doing. You get just a vague image of them. Kind of like if you were to, like, see them Mm. in, like, a dream fog kind of thing. You can't... It's not like a scrying kind of deal. You can't see what's going on or what they're they're engaged in. I really just get a, a sense of who they are and what they look like, but not of any action they're taking. I see. Well, I'm going to leave this decision to people who are much smarter than I am. I'll back your play. You're the one that sees where they are, my friend. Well, the tall one is a day's journey north. The short, broad one is a day and a half to the west. Considering where Farhura saw them and that north is closer... Might be the better bet. Mm. I don't like the idea of losing that kind of time if we're wrong, but I think you, I think that's a better bet. Okay. I think you're right. I'm going to make a quick GM intrusion. This will be for Smallrin. Okay. So I will give you one XP and I will give you one to give to someone else. Okay. You can choose who that is now or after I kind of give the description. Okay. You guys decide to go north, and that is the incorrect decision. Travel a day north and find a tall young woman who is a wandering hunter, maybe collecting hides and meats and things to trade uh, to various caravans moving through the area. But she's clearly not a bounty hunter and clearly not with a group of people searching for slaves. So who would you who would you like to give that one XP to? I will give that to Nehemiah. Okay. So you guys have lost time at this point. It was a day's journey north, and by this point, the protrusions on your elbows have faded, and the ability to find people with a thought has also gone away. You guys are now about two days north of the settlement of Legam, and not quite sure where to find the bounty hunters. Well, we had some idea where we were going before, and I'm kind of pretty good at navigating, I think. Let's see. Could I make some kind of a check? Go ahead and make me an intellect test. What's the difficulty? I am trained in navigation. 
going to be a difficulty of four. You know the vague direction, but not any details on the exact location of these people. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Fail. Sorry. Very good at finding your way places, but not quite as good at necessarily, in this moment, finding something that you don't know the location of. You guys don't get lost, that's for sure. You're not much closer mm -hmm. to figuring out where these people are. And as the sun sets on the second day of where you have traveled to, you make camp, have some rations. Blue. <laughs> have a blue ration for at least Jory. Yay. Start making <laughs> plans for what your next step to find these bounty hunters, prove your worth to Eidos, and complete the task to allow yourself to stay in Legam. You guys had made camp for the night. You'd heard some noises far off, probably animals hunting or being hunted. But there was nothing that bothered you throughout the night. How do you break camp? What, what does your morning look like? Do you have a routine? I, uh, I got breakfast going. What kind of breakfast? Just the, the rations or you have something else? Uh, I've, I got the rations. I've got like a shaker of spices that I use. Um, I tell no one what's in it. I do eat it myself. It is also, it, it is very good. It is my secret. Secret spice. Secret spice. Smallrin and Jory, are you up before or after Nehemiah? Smallrin looks like she's sleeping, but the minute the food is ready, she stands up very casually as if she's been awake the whole time and walks over to the fire. And Jory has been a good distance away from camp, having gotten up very early to sit with some kind of uh, hot beverage to look at the camp from the outside, just to give perspective on things. Are we talking like physical perspective, or are you talking like mental emotional perspective? All of the above. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, also, I would like to set Smallren's flex skill for the day. Mm -hmm. uh, she sits by the fire with a large bundle, like this kind of leather case full of notes um, mm -hmm. that you, you, the other two could assume are her mentor's notes that she's talked about and kind of looks through them um, in one particular spot. And I would like my flex skill for the day to be... Uh, tracking and pathfinding okay yeah we can kind of lump that into one i'll call it tracking but i can allow those that to apply to a pretty large range of situations all right so nehemiah has some rations going and as rufus had showed you before you left the settlement there were these little cubes that kind of you added water or liquid to them and they rehydrated and it was not particularly the best tasting stuff, but with whatever it is that Nehemiah's putting on top of it, it is significantly more palatable than it was previously. And as that smell kind of wafts through your, your small encampment, Smallrin, you stand up and join him by the now smoldering fire. And Jory, you kind of wander back in from where you were. 20, 30 feet away, just kind of contemplating the day with a cup of some sort of herbal tea, I guess. Not tea as we know sure. it, but but herbs and, and spices and things in a, in a hot liquid. It's not great, but it's good. It's fine. 
You do look terrible in the morning. I mean that in the nicest way possible. Right? I'm going to try very hard to take that as a compliment. I mean, it's really not. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not bad. Everybody looks like complete garbage in the morning. I know I do. I, I haven't fixed my hair yet, so it's kind of dumb looking. I don't think I've ever met anyone that looks good in the morning that was worth trusting. That's a fact. You, uh. I, wasn't, I wasn't about to agree with you for a second there, but you finished that off in a real strong way, and I agree with that 100%. I think that's what I was trying to say, but, you know... You you did it the right way, so good on you, Smallrin. Just carries on eating very calmly. After breakfast has been served out of the skillet, Nehemiah will toss a couple of rocks into the into the fry pan to just kind of uh like still toss it over the fire, um, but use the rocks to like clean the bits off of the the actual pan itself. You finish up your breakfast and cleaning up from it and kick a little bit of dirt and sand over the fire to put out the last bits of it and start getting ready to head out. As you do so, you realize at first that you're kind of just traveling that way blindly until Smaller kind of points out that we should be looking for signs of people and movement here. So anyone who wishes to make any sort of check to try and figure out what direction you should be going or if there have been any if there's been traffic in the area uh, this is not necessarily a road that you are following you are kind of working through the plains so there are patches of tall grass there are areas with like small rocky areas a handful of small trees and shrubbery here and there some areas where it's like short grass you can easily walk through no problem it's kind of a large variety of different things spread out in front of you but no no consistently traveled path or road so this will be uh, if you're if you're looking for something it'll definitely be a, a skill check probably intellect of some sort but you figure out whatever it is you think might be applicable or if you have a cipher you might be able to use however you think would be best for your character to try and contribute to the situation here and find who it is you're looking for. Um, I could try navigation again. Okay. Let's make navigation at a level four difficulty. Okay. All right. And again, just as a reminder to people, if you want to, you can apply a level of effort to ease that by a number so mm -hmm. it could be a level three but you would have to spend points from your pools in order to do that but just right. as a reminder you can make things easier by spending your resources are our pools back to max then since we slept for the yes. night cool. yes okay i will go ahead and do that success Ooh, not 20 Ooh. okay so major effect yes so there are a couple of things that can happen here. Obviously, you made a success. With the major effect, there is the opportunity for you to kind of describe or come up with something significantly extra that happens as you are doing this. So it's going to succeed regardless, but if you would like to kind of narrate out how you've done this extra well or something that perchance happened that worked in really well with your plan whatever it might be if you don't have an idea that's fine i can come up with something but i give that to you guys as the players first what happened was i was getting perspective on everything from outside the camp and 
while I was having my um <clears throat> my Ben's Bane tea, as I like to call it, I I was like closing my eyes and thinking, okay, we went the wrong direction. So the other person was going in this direction. Now, if I was that person, I would go this way, and then there'd be a rock, and I'd go that way. And it looks like there's a mountain that way, so I'm going to go around this way. Okay, okay. So just sort of, like, get a good sense of where the other person might have gone. So you kind of triangulated them the old school way? Yes. Awesome. So just get getting a very good idea of, you, of your knowledge of human movement, as well as understanding how far you as a group had traveled and where the other people might have been traveling to kind of re-gauge and readjust the distance and direction you might be going. You get yourself a really good heading on exactly which direction it is that you need to be going. You confidently stride forward and start leading the way. Now, that is not to say that things can't change along the way. So if there's anyone else who wants to try and add anything else, you are more than welcome to. This is not a this is the only way and only person who can do this. I would like to try and use my tracking flex skill now that we're kind of, as far as we know, we're headed in the right direction to start looking for any signs of like footprints or left behind items or anything that would tell us not only that we're on the right path, but like maybe start telling us more about these people that we're trying to find. Absolutely. Go ahead and make that, again, a difficulty four intellect test. Remind me how... So I'm using a skill that I'm trained in. How does that affect the role? If you are trained, it eases the difficulty by a step. Okay. So if it's at a level four, you're trained in it, it means that it's a level three for you. So you have to roll cool. for 12 or better. All right. Yay. Beautiful. Ha-ha. What is it that you find? Yeah, I want to see if there's anything that's being left in their wake. Like any items, are there like food wrappers or anything? Or like are there marks left by their weapons that they've kind of been judging the grass or whatever? You come across what looks to be an old campsite. Uh, and there's not a whole lot, very simple campsite, similarly to the one you guys just left behind where there's clearly a space that might have been a fire kind of dug out a little bit in the ground, grass pushed aside so it wouldn't catch fire across the plains. Maybe an area where uh, the vegetation is pushed down that might have been a bedroll or something of that nature. But with a little more searching, you find a used glow globe. Ooh. A glow globe is essentially a small round object that gives off light kind of like a, a very ambient flashlight. Uh, there are small ones that last for about an hour and larger ones uh, that function continuously. But this is clearly a smaller one that has been spent. And it is sitting there, no longer lit, very dull looking now, but clearly a glow globe. And is there, you said there was, there are signs that they used a fire? Yes. Okay. I was right. <laughs> Told you they'd be this way. Unless this is somebody else, but I don't think so. Appears to be them. And if it is them, it doesn't seem that they care whether they're found or followed. They didn't make any attempt to cover up this campsite. It wasn't hard to find. No. 
I'd say given that they're the ones looking for somebody, they're probably not paying attention to anybody following them. Let's see, but there's footprints too. They seem to be headed in the direction that we are. So far, so good. It's either careless or brash. Either way, makes it easier for us. Agreed. That's good. I'm interested that they have this glow globe here. They had a fire. Why did they need extra light? Patrolling around? Surgery? (laughs) Very different takes on the same thing. Do you think we could get it working again? Maybe. I'm not really good at that sort of thing. I could make a stab at it, but it's going to involve a lot of stabbing, and I don't think that's going to make anything better. I don't think so. I mean, you could try. It might be interesting to watch. Uh, maybe. I don't I don't want it exploding on me. I mean, if we take it back, maybe someone back at camp can do it, but... Uh... <laughs> I'll hang on to it, just in mm. case. Fair enough. Nehemiah, as you're looking around, you look down on the edge of the fire ring that they had dug down. You see two snapped crossbow bolts. Hmm. They were wood. It looks like they were thrown into the fire as part of the kindling, but they clearly still have a a steel tip to them. I'll grab them. Uh, I'll, I'll pocket those. Pocket the broken bolts. Huh. What's wrong? They're running short on supplies. I hold up the broken bits. If I had a guess, I mean, I I haven't known too many sharpshooters, but uh, at least back uh, where I came from, you couldn't ask someone to, to part with their bolts. So either they're running low on supplies, or they've got so many supplies that they don't care what they use. That's... True, that's really hard to tell the difference, isn't it? It also could be that uh, they killed a sharpshooter, and none of them have the skill for it, so they don't have any use for the ammo. Good thinking. Yeah. What a waste. I don't understand. Why does this queen person want them back so badly? Pride. (sighs) Twenty out of a thousand, that's it? Twenty is a lot when you don't lose any. I know. Pride, there's money. Mm. But pride is usually the thing. Rich men don't care about money. They don't have to. Well, okay. I'm going to have some more tea. Anybody want some? No? Some what? Some Benzbane. What? What exactly is that? Yeah, I'm going to need you to elaborate on that a lot. It's just like a steamed herbal mixture. Mm. Yeah, all right. I'll try that. Hmm. Okay, here you go. So what does Ben's Bane taste like? It's like... Hmm. It's very bitter, cinnamon, lavender, honey style. It's good for the manana. <laughs> so are we talking like caffeine, essentially? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, not, not anything more extreme than that. Yeah, I don't remember where the name came from, but it's, um... Apparently there was a guy named Ben... And he really didn't like it. And it might have killed him. But So that's why it's called Ben's Bane. At least that's what I was told. So, I don't know. That might be completely fabricated. I feel like there's a real world reference here that I'm missing. No, there's really not. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I just, usually when you 
come up with names like that with stories behind it there is some sort of real world connection and i just assumed that there was one that i didn't make nope do you like it it's all right you know what that'll do you're not dead so we passed the first test if you want some more just let me know um oh why do you look so scared where's your sense of adventure was death an option i'm just messing with you or was i i don't know i'm gonna Mm. go look for footprints so Smallrin just kind of like creeps up behind Nehemiah and whispers in his ear. What she failed to mention was you're not dead yet. <laughs> and then she just kind of saunters away. <laughs> Bunch of creepy women. Ah, oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine, 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 fine. I side eye the tea and continue drinking. You all continue on your way past the camp with a little bit of careful looking and investigation. You're able to find a path that leads away from this. They're actually heading south. So you did find this camp. And while you kind of came at it, like from the south going northeast, they then kind of go down south, so kind of like made a diagonal cut, and then they were going straight down. So you're backtracking a little bit, but now on the correct path. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they don't get too far. We should probably try to catch up with them soon, pick up the pace, maybe. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to have everyone make me a, I'll say a roll of your choosing, difficulty two, just to pick up the pace, just to... What are you doing to spur yourself on? Is it some sort of like mantra that you repeat to make yourself move faster? Are you just tapping into your own adrenaline? What are you doing to step up the march? I do have the ability fleet of foot Ooh. where I can just move quicker for short distances. So, you know, I'm a bit of a sprinter, but I can definitely like dip in and dip back out of that. Go back into some of my entertainer training, my my time with uh, that traveling troop of miscreants. Wonderful. Uh, go ahead then, and we'll ease that by a step. So a three or better, uh, we'll say speed test. Okay, difficulty one, speed test. Very good. Success. You just kind of go. Okay, it's. It's another physical feat and just kind of power through. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use, I'm going to go with sensing danger, which is sort of, will help me keep pace. Oh, look, there's a branch, jump over it. Oh, look, there's a rock. I can dodge it. Oh, look, you know, sort of using that to keep myself free of obstacles as we travel. Maybe just to keep myself going at full pace. Awesome. Go ahead and... We'll we'll take that down a step for you as well, just to, because, again, you're using a specific skill mm-hmm. for that. We'll say difficulty one. Okay. We'll say intellect in that sense. Good. Perfect. You kind of jog along and making sure that you're looking out for everything, even sometimes calling it out like, oh, look out, there's a, there's a rock hiding behind that section of grass, or, oh, there's a branch that had fallen, don't trip, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Keeping other people on track as well. Smallrin? I think that I am basically pulling myself back into my mind and 
ignoring any any uh, weariness that I feel, any heat from running for a while, just kind of uh, setting it aside and just focusing on moving steadily, not necessarily super fast, but at a very, very steady pace. So even when Nehemiah has maybe dashed ahead and then stopped to kind of let us catch up, I never really stop. I just keep moving. All right. So steady pace, very mind over matter. All right. Because you're not using a specific skill or, or trait necessarily, go ahead and make me a difficulty two intellect. Oh, awesome. So if again, if you would like to have a major effect apply to that, you are more than welcome to. If that you feel would be pertinent or super cool in this scenario. If not, I can come up with something. I'm kind of blanking. So yeah, if you have anything. Sure. So as you are running along, you are able to ever so briefly focus again on that that image that you saw when you had that ability from the, I need a name for it, but the, the cipher drink that Fahura had. And you're able to pull that image up a little bit more and really focusing on it, you can get just a vague hint yet again, of where it is you are supposed to be going. And while you guys are almost exactly on the right path, you adjust by just a few ticks to the east and kind of refocus everyone to go in ever so slightly a different direction, making sure that you are going to run into these people. Okay. So game plan. What do we do when we see them? Do we want to uh, hold out a flag or... Just ideas, ideas. Smallrin, you're like the uh, the smart one that likes to to talk to other people. So, what's your what's your thought? We had decided that we're not going to immediately try to kill everyone, correct? Um, yeah. We're gonna try and talk to him first. Uh, that was the general consensus, I th- I think. So send him off on some wild goose chase out south or west or something. So, if you wanted to send them in a different direction, south would not be. A good one to sure. send them because that's already where they're headed. So what we need to do is swing slightly east of where we think they currently are. We need to come to them from the east, and we need to look beaten, mm-hmm. and we need to say that we encountered them. We were not expecting as many as there were. We got our behinds handed to us, and. We're giving up. And we can't let them know that we know they are also bounty hunters. Because it wouldn't Mm -hmm. make any sense for us to tell them this. If we're beat up, if we look like we're on the run, we can pretend that we think we've run across a merchant band or some sort of group of travelers and we spill the story out. And then they'll want to get rid of us as quickly as possible. Hopefully not in the bad way. Hopefully not in the bad way. And then, ideally, they'll head back east the way we came, assuming that that's where we ran into trouble. And that will take them away from the settlement. Mm -hmm. Good idea. I like it. It's good. Of course, this also means we're going to have to beat the ever-living whatever out of each other. Oh, good. Should we do that now? We might want to figure out exactly where they are first, do that, and then mm. come at them from the east. 
Okay. All right. Boundless optimism. Let's do this thing. <laughs> and that's game. Thank you so much for listening to episode three of Palimpsest. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend about us. As always, feel free to follow us on social media. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at PalimpsestCast, as well as our website at palimpsestcast.com. You can also find the hosts on Twitter, myself at Covered and Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget. If you're interested in theatrically presented podcasts, please check out Ghostlight Media. You can find us at ghostlightmedia.net, and there you'll find links to all the other podcasts in this wonderful network we're a part of. Podcasts like Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, a comedy improv show where Zack and Griffin work their way through various books of TTRPG creatures to help find their customers the perfect companions. I recently did an episode with them to discuss some Ninth World creatures, and it was an absolute blast, and so is every other episode they've produced. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you'll come back in two weeks to hear our next episode of Palimpsest. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Palimpsest is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Pat Mahood. Original show theme music by Justin Longacre. This is a Ghostlike Media production.